0: I want to be the best and I play the game to be the best you have to win and that's what me.
1: welcome back everybody to another episode of the clutch talk podcast slash YouTube
0: slash we do it
1: all as always I am your host John very happy to be here Jenner, what's up man
0: happy to be on excited to get through these uh Eastern Conference fringe playoff teams
1: Yes, sir. Hey, Justin, 3 times, three-time, what's up? He's he back, three man. He's back for the three-time. And, yeah, hey, sir. I'm not going I'm, I'm to let this little twinning thing y'all got going on slide by here, man. What, what is this? Did yeah. you guys plan this, or what's the deal?
0: Nah, City going to the Champions League Finals for the first time ever, baby. We got to represent.
2: Okay. Yes, sir. <laughs> history, man. History. Historic day today. Watching uh, history. Yeah. Let's get it, yo. Let's get it. Back at it.
1: And so how, how you how you doing, Justin? How you how you been?
2: I've been good, man. I uh, just been watching this, been watching the seeding for the Warriors and and watching around the <clears> league, <throat> league too. I think it's gonna be a great finish. We got a week left um, of of some really intense ball, so I'm excited to see where teams end up.
1: Definitely, definitely. And as always, my brother, we're really excited to have you on. So
2: let's... appreciate it, man.
1: Let's jump straight into this, y'all. So today, like Algier said, we got the Eastern Conference fringe teams, man. And we kind of talking about these, these, these playing games, just like kind of how we did last week. If you guys haven't checked out the last week episode, make sure you guys go check that out. We know whether you're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you at, check that out. Leave us a comment. Leave us a like and go follow our Instagram, man. I'm put, put our Instagram right here and go follow our Twitter. Also I'm gonna put our Twitter right here. But without further delay, let's jump straight into this, man. So guys, seeds one through three are locked up, right? We just saw that the Bucks just clinched their playoff spot today. Congratulations to the Bucks! But four through six, you know, are, are, are really like up for grabs. The, the Knicks, between the Knicks, the Hot, the Hawks, and the Heat. And before I, I, we jump in and talk about the teams that are that are going to be in, in the in the playing games, real quick, if you guys want to tell me like. Who do you think, and if you want to talk about four through six, feel feel free. If you want to talk about just six, feel free. Like, whatever you, you guys want. But just real quick, let me give me, like, a reason or two as to why whoever you got in six seed or if you want to talk about four through six, whatever. So, Junior, if you want you, you want to kick, kick it off for us, you want to talk yeah. about who you got? For my six seed? Yeah, you could talk about whatever you're feeling. You could do the six seed if you want. You could talk about four through six. All right. Just give us quick,
0: quick, quick right. pointers. I'll hit five, four, five, six real quick then. So fourth seed, I had the Heat, and the reason I got the Heat in fourth, I think that with the remaining games they have left, I think they could string together a couple of wins and take the fourth seed, which they're only one-and-a-half games behind us at the time of writing. Like Justin said, everything's changing by the minute, so, you know, you, when you guys hear this, they might not be anymore one-and-a-half games behind, but at the time of writing, they were. Even, and, and I think that as well because I think that they're going to take, take over the Knicks, who are currently in fourth, and the Knicks will fall to fifth because the Knicks got some tough games ahead. Got a tough remaining schedule, probably the toughest out of all the teams on the list. Out of the next eight games, seven of them are playoff teams. One of them is a play-in team. And I think uh, because of their lead on the other Eastern Conference teams, they'll be able to hang on to the fifth seed. But honestly, if it wasn't that big of a lead, they might have even fallen even deeper. But I think they'll be able to get it done. They're on a roll, and, and they'll be able to grab that fifth seed. For sixth seed, we're going to completely swing the other way with difficulty and schedule. We're going to go to the easiest schedule, and to me, that's the Boston Celtics. I think they'll snag that sixth seed. Uh, they currently sit in seventh, but only one game behind the sixth seed. And I think given the difficulty of the games for the seeds ahead, they're poised to take that sixth seed and avoid the playing game. So that's why I got in six. sixth. I want to know what you guys think, though.
1: Justin, talk to me, man.
0: So
2: we're going four through six, right? Yeah, if you, if you want to give me a four
1: through six, okay. or you give me six, five, whatever you want.
2: So this, is, this is, might be a shocker to both of y'all, but, but I got uh, coming in at number four, uh, I got the Knicks and here's why I'm a, I'm a, I got the Knicks. Number one, I just love, I've, I've said it from the beginning of the season, I just love the way that the Knicks operate, just a defensive-minded uh, team run by Tom Thibodeau. Uh, and and I will allude to the fact that they are playing a tough schedule, but a lot of these teams have already solidified their spot. Uh, the Suns, the Clippers, the Spurs, there is teams fighting for positioning, but I think, the Knicks have a lot to to gain by getting that fourth spot. So that's why I have them in the fourth spot uh, for all of the reasons I alluded to coming in at number five, I got the heat for the same reasons junior said Uh, they've got a favorable matchup uh, matchups coming up and they actually have two games coming up against the Celtics, which are going to be very crucial and where, where the seeding and where they end up. So that also, um, so today, look, just looking at their matchups, I, they have a favorable matchup. But just based off two games, that's the exciting part about what we, the games coming up this week. They could slide down to six or they could move up to four. And coming in at number six, I do have the Celtics uh, taking it over the Hawks. I think they, they as well have a, sem- a similar kind of schedule, favorable schedule. They got the Bulls coming up, Cavs, Timberwolves. Those are all look like easy uh, dubs to me. So, so that's who I got in the four, five, six spot.
1: Okay. Okay. That, that, definitely interesting. Uh, me, I I actually have the Knicks coming in at, at, at fourth and I have the Hawks coming in at fifth, which is why I'm not even going to really jump into it. Cause you guys covered it so much, but what I do want to like, talk about and hit on real quick is the sixth seed. you know, I'm glad we got Celtics, Celtics, Celtics. Cause I also got the Celtics, man. You guys talk about this easy schedule that they, that they got left and, just like been said in last week's episode, and I've been saying for a long time, man, any playoff situation comes and playoffs comes, your stars show up. Stars show up, plain and simple. And out of all these teams, JT's the biggest star. JT, mm-hmm. hands down, is the biggest star. And JB might be <laughs> right after him for the next biggest star. So JB as not
0: Jimmy Butler. <laughs> I don't know if I would – uh, I don't know. I don't I, know. I, I, I rock with Jalen Brown a lot. I rock with Jalen Brown a lot. But you, you got to put some respect on Jim Butler's name. like, And, and Bam, like like the heat, the heat got some stars too. You know? They got like, some
1: stars, but I don't know if they, if they if they walking on JT and JB level. Not
0: JT. Not JT. Julius Randle
2: has entered the chat.
0: Julius Randle <laughs> has entered the <laughs> Yo, chat. he's been too. That, that is true. He got, he got player of <laughs> the month along with your boy Wardell. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Okay, glad okay.
1: But yeah, so I'm so I'm I'm, I'm got we, we could all agree on the 6th seed, but enough mm-hmm. of that, man. Let's talk about these playing games, bro. Let's talk about who is going to fall where. Right. So let me start it off, man. Let me kick it off with my 7th seed, and I got to go with the Miami Heat, man. You know, out of the seven games that, that that they have that they have left, they still have to play the Sixers, the Bucks, and the and the Celtics twice, like how Justin just just talked about those games are going to be tough, man. Those games are going to be very tough, especially against a team like like, like the Celtics, especially against a team like the Sixers, who right right, right now, they need to get the momentum going. So any easy wins that they could get going and get a playoff momentum coming is huge. And another reason why I had the Heat, you know, falling down to, to the seventh seed is because Tyler Hero, Victor Oladipo, and Andre Iguodala are out with no timeline. And right now, when they're gonna play teams like Celtics, Bucks, Sixers, they need every single player, especially missing a player like Tyler and Victor who play huge, huge parts of the team. I, I definitely think that they're gonna fall to that seven seed. Who, who do you guys have in the seven seed?
0: That's that's honestly a good shout. Like you do make some good points about the about the, uh, the, the the injury that they have coming up, but you know we saw this with the Heat last year in the playoffs. I mean, when it's the time to get done, they really do know how to find a way to get it done. So. I, I have faith in, uh, in Jimmy buckets, but that's why I put him in fourth. But in for my seventh, I actually got the, the Atlanta Hawks, and I know that they're current the, the current fifth seed, but I think they will drop because they got some tough games ahead. Um, so if you look at the standings, even though they're in fifth, they're really only one game ahead of the seventh seed. Again, at the time of writing, and while they're going to face Orlando. And Houston, which will be two easy games, it's gonna be by the it's gonna be the last two games of the season. So things might already be done or mathematically impossible for them to reach a certain seeding by that point. So because of that, it's really like they're gonna have all their tough games first, and and I think it's gonna be a little tough. I definitely think they'll make it in. I actually think they'll barely miss a sixth seed, but I think they ultimately will fall to seventh. But I want to know what you guys think. What about you, Jay Hill?
2: Yeah, I think for all those reasons, I have the Hawks. But to for your seventh seed, John, just to counter that, I just think the Heat are just too well coached when it comes down to counter time, you. time to playoff time, uh, money time. Spolster, one of the best coaches in the league, and, and the years there and experience and titles, honestly, speak for themselves. But but just go, looking at the Hawks, just alluding to the fact that what Junior said more on the Suns, the Pacers who are – they play so they play the Suns, obviously one of the best teams in the league right now, and they have three straight games where I say, oh, they could possibly lose all three of these games. They play the Pacers, who Sabonis a beast, uh, a team who's fighting for seeding as well, and then they come in and play the two back-to-back games uh, against the Wizards, who are arguably one of the hottest teams in the league right now, with yeah. like Russ and Brad. Uh, so. So I I see the Hawks just kind of sliding from that yeah. kind of kind of a fake honestly kind of a fake uh, five seed right now just based off the games and and how many games other teams have played not all equal to this point
0: right
1: definitely definitely that's good, so that's a good, that's a good point, I, point for sure I have a question for, for for both of you guys both of you seemed like you guys have a, you know, a lot of a, a lot of belief in the in in the Miami Heat. And, yeah. and Junior, like you, what you what you just said is you said that, uh, that, the, you know, we saw the last year in the playoffs that the Miami Heat can do it. And Jay Hill, you just, you just talked about how they have great, great coaching when it comes to that playoff experience and, and they have titles. So two things I want to, I, I, I want to talk to about. So the title point, I mean, LeBron, <laughs> if LeBron wouldn't have went there, it wouldn't have gotten none of those titles. I feel like, but as far as what you, what, what you said, Junior, and this is for you too, Jay Hill. So feel free to answer this. So, do you guys really believe the, in the Heat? Because I think that last year was a fluke. You know, I, I think that last year was in the bubble, and that that changes everything, right? Like that changes. Like if you put, it makes it harder. Mm, I think it makes all it all the players
0: said it. All I the think, players were like, "Oh, it, it's it's so tough to play here. These conditions are tough." Like I think I think you make I think it's a point for the Heat. And I'm sorry I cut you off. Let you no, let me no. you finish your point.
1: Go, no, no, no. Go ahead. Feel free. But just what, what I, the reason why I think it's why reason why I think it's harder, right? Last year, how old was Tyler Hero? He was 20 years old. Okay. Last year Tyler was 20 years old. You, t- you look at me, honestly, you tell me that Tyler Hero wouldn't have played so much worse if he was in a sold out staple center, rocking, yelling at him. He would have, like he wouldn't have hit all the shots that he hit. And I, I really genuinely believe that, players would have kind of not all players some players would have exceeded expectations right they would have like fed off the energy and played so much better but i think that a lot of players especially the younger guys and they have a young team uh um bam is 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 relatively young duncan is duncan is young tyler tyler's young none is young right so i think that all of those players and they all played huge roles in that in the miami heat getting to the finals i don't think they would have played nearly as well as they did so i really think that it was like the Miami Heat just extremely benefited off of like being in that AAU type environment. Mind you, two years ago, Tyler Hero was doing this. Like two, like he was 17 playing AAU two years ago. Right. So I think that that like those things are huge. And and that's why I can't really sit here and say like, the Miami Heat are going to get to another championship in like the next five years, honestly, like, unless they get a, like a huge player on there. But so talk to me. Like, am I tripping? Are they really a t- contender? Are they like for real or what?
0: No, I, I think, I think, that, I don't think they're a championship contender. Like, I'm not going that far. I guess what I'm saying, well, I'll, I'll start with the point from last year. So, from last year, there's definitely benefits, like you said. Yeah. Tyler Hero, not having the crowd yelling at him in his first playoff game. Yeah. I, I, I could see that being a, a, a positive. But you also have to look at the situation where they were in it, you know, a, a foreign environment. It wasn't what they were used to. I guess maybe it's the heat because they were close to home. But, you know, they were in a foreign environment. It was basically like on lockout, you know, kind of getting things done in there. They had no more, you know, they weren't in touch with their families. It was just mentally really, really draining for the players. And a lot of them alluded to that, right? And I think that, uh, if anything, I think that that made it tougher. But I do do agree to a certain point that lower-seeded teams did benefit a lot from this because lower-seeded teams now didn't have to play away games anymore. Exactly. So, so I, I get, it. and I think Miami were, they were a fifth seed, which means that they would not have played at home the first round or or oh, any rounds actually. They probably wouldn't have played at home. It depends who goes through, but I think with the way that things worked out, yeah, they wouldn't have played any games at home. So, or, or you know, uh, most like yeah. first, second, uh, six, and seven. Um, I don't think they want to play any other games at home. So, in, in 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 that sense, yeah, it benefits them. But I I, I do think that. They are a team that just knows how to get it done. Now, I'm not saying they know how to get it done as far as you know, go ahead and and overcome the Bucks, the sell Celt- the the Bucks, the 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 Sixers, and the Nets this season. I don't think it's that far, but I think that when it's you know they have to overcome teams like the Wizards, which they're hot, but you know they're not the the Nets, they're not the Bucks. They have to overcome these other teams in the regular season. I think they can get it done. So that's kind of how I'm seeing like. I think there's levels. It's not just like, oh, either you're gonna lose all the games or you're gonna win the title. Like there's a middle ground there, and I think that they can, they can, they can hit that. That's kind of how I'm looking at it.
2: So yeah, John, I got, I got something to add. So you had alluded to the inexperience of, of the Heat. So I just want to run you down on the, on their roster. So right now, to right now they got Trevor Reza, who has extensive. Playoff uh, playoff um, experience, making a deep runs into. Has he won a title? He's a I think champion, baby, yeah, yeah. with, with the Lakers. Champion with the, with the, Lake the Lakers. Show.
1: Come on, come on, <laughs> Andre Iguodala,
2: on. another champion. They have Goran Dragic, who has, has has a long history of being in the league. Those are three players, and Dwayne Dedman, who was a great addition to the roster this year. So they have three Haslam, veterans baby. who are going to be in the... Yeah, Donna Haslam, man. I do only <laughs> remember the last time that dude played. But, um, but yeah, they, they have three additions that I really, really love um, to add and bolster that roster. Well, obviously, Iguodala was on the team last year, but Trevor Ariza and Deadman are huge additions who add toughness, grit, and experience to the team. So I think adding to that championship culture that they're building down in South Beach is huge, huge. So uh, that inexperience is is yes, it's there from some of the younger guys, but I think the uh, is going to rely more heavily on guys like Ariza and Iggy uh, and Deadman potentially to back up Bam in the playoffs and so uh, coming th- up on that. This is so this is this is I I know
1: it's going to sound like I'm being sarcastic, but I'm being dead serious. Like realistically, do you think do you honestly think that Eric Spoelstra would have those guys like a 36 year old Goran Dragic a uh, Andre Iguodala, who might be forty, uh, Trevor Risa, who who's, who's still great, but you know he's he's definitely older. Mm-hmm. Do you think they would be in there in those last moments? And I'm genuinely, I'm seriously asking. Like I know it sounds like it's sarcastic, or do you think that the the young bucks, who is is their time right now, is their time, would be in there like in the crunch moments in the, in the fourth quarter?
2: I. I think I think Ariza has a has a good chance of being in there at the end and I and Iguodala I, 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 too why.
0: Iguodala's their clams
2: yeah Iguodala as well I mean just defensively I mean Ariza scored 18 last night against Dallas I know granted Jimmy Butler was out of the lineup but I think they're gonna I think there's a chance that if they're not in at the end of okay maybe mm-hmm. they're not in the, at the end of the of the games like you the question you're asking mm-hmm. but I think they're gonna be playing some crunch time minutes if they're not in at the end of the game, they might be, you know, four or five minutes left in the in the game. They get subbed out for a guy like Hero, or dependent on a uh, need by by need basis, right? So mm-hmm. they if they're in a they need some stops, Ariza is going to be out there. I don't think they're going to rely on Hero for stops. Um, but but that's just where I'm at with that. So there's a ch- there's a chance those guys are on the floor. Duncan Robinson also not the best defender. Yeah. Okay. And, and okay. another
0: and okay. another okay. thing too. I don't follow every heat game, so I don't know how well Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero and all youngins absorb information. But but that means you, even if the veterans aren't playing, they're they're on the sidelines coaching. They're they're giving pointers. they you know going to come with what ten plus years of experience, and he's going to tell them, yo, that guy is going to cut this way. You got to be able to you know close that out. And I think that you know if Hero and Duncan and and and, and Kendrick then can absorb that information, that's going to help them a lot. That's just veteran leadership you know kind of like you see Jared Dudley trying to do except Jared Dudley doesn't have the the resume of of, of Iguodala but but uh but you see well, like even even Jared Dudley who's actually that's a great example he's never been that good of a player but he's been in the league for a long time and he's got experience and there's some things you just can't teach and that's experience right so I think that you got somebody like Iguodala telling you what to do and how to do it that's that's priceless I
2: think. And John, also to answer your question, I mean, you you saw Le, LeBron's eyes light up when he saw Duncan Robinson get on him on switches last year in the finals. You saw what he did to him. If he sees a Ariza, now that's a different story. He's a he's a wing who is not going to stop LeBron maybe every time, but he can give him he could give him problem, cause him problems, maybe get a few deflections here, here and there, make his uh, his life a little uh, harder. So so yeah, that that's the answer to answer your questions.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Feeling like, I'm feeling like Max Kellerman. I'm feeling like you guys are uh, Stephen A. (laughs) Stephen A. and Kendrick Perkins around here, man. I feel like I'm getting
0: beat up. All
1: right. So let's just move on to the eighth seed then. (laughs) I'm just kidding. All right, guys. So, so let's, let's move on to the eighth seed and Jenner, I want you to kick this one off, man. Tell me Mm -hmm. who you got in the eighth seed, man. And a couple of reasons as to why.
0: All right. So A C seed, man, if I, if, if, if Junior from the beginning of the season would have heard me saying this now, you'd have been shocked. Because I initially had this team like fourth or fifth. But that's the Indiana Pacers, man. Because at the beginning of the season, I had them. I was like, the Pacers, they got a nice roster. Remember, we even talked about this. Yeah. They got a nice roster. Like, they really should be – they should be – I said in the beginning of the season, they, there's no excuse they should not be pulling at least one game out of anybody. Right, and now I don't think that's true anymore. But they're they're starting to find their footing, but but they've just been disappointing. I think that uh, we all expected more from them, but you know I think it is what it is. They 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 seem to find their footing, then they lose it, and it's just like they can't just stay consistent with it, you know. Like right now it looks like they found it for a little bit, but we got to see for how long. Ultimately, though, I do think that they have enough to pass Charlotte for the eighth seed. Uh, it's going to be close. I'm thinking something like half a game, but I do think the Pacers end up snagging that eighth seed. So that's that's why I got an eighth.
2: Okay, okay, Jay Hill, talk to me, Junior. I, I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that one. Okay, I, who you got? I, a, a healthy, a healthy Pacers, absolutely. I got them with a healthy Brogdon. Miles Turner. We, we can't forget about him out for the season with that uh, with that bad that bat ankle. True. But man, I love those young guns. Those I mean, young guns in Charlotte, man. Going
0: for the lamelo ball, lamelo ball, hype ba- LaMelo train. ball
2: coming my back. My dog,
0: my dog, my dog. I my mean, dog. one of the
2: most. I mean, I I just just he's making me reconsider that pick. And I've been I've been this is from early on in in the beginning of the season. He made us Warriors fans can reconsider that second pick. But I mean, the young guns, I love I love the way they play. They got that kind of Spurs sporadic offense from uh, Borrego bringing that over from Pop. But he just gets those young guns to play. I like Miles Bridges. I like that whole starting five, you know, that young, they play with grit. I saw them. I haven't had the chance to, to watch them very much. I've seen them when they play the Warriors, but I saw them against the Celtics a few uh, last week and just, just dominated them uh, from start to finish. They, they feel like they got a, they're playing with a chip on their shoulder. Um, Terry, scary, Terry, man, he's, he's, Terry, playing, Terry. On, not, he's playing on another level, uh, this year. Boston, I feel like they're kind of reconsidering that. Maybe Kemba, I don't know, man. I don't know. But but I, I that's I got the, the Hornets uh, right now to finish off uh, in the eighth spot.
1: Okay, okay. So before I get I get into, into the before I get into, in, into that seat, I want I wanna want say something. So Junior, when you just said right now that you had the pacers, like I had like that wide eye like look in yeah. my face, right? For everybody that's watching on YouTube, I had like the wide eye look in my face because I, I I don't have the Pacers in the, in the, in the AC. Right. right. Okay. And I have, I, I, I I'm just going to say my AC, I have the Hornets. I agree. I agree with my guy, Jay Hill. Right. And I think that, that, that's, that's crazy. I, when not crazy that you put them in the, in the, in the AC, but more crazy that I was like, wow, like when I say my AC, they're about to lose it. They're, they're going to be like Hornets. What? But and then that's funny that mm-hmm. Jay Hill also has it. Right. But mm-hmm. so junior, you, you know, we you talk about the the Pacers, and I just want to just just kind of like you know uh, rebound off off your points and talk about kind of like the the, the, in, the injuries that that they have going on, but even 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 further than, than the injuries that that they have going on, their their record that they have coming up, man. Like they have the Sixers, the Bucks, and the Lakers. Mind you, the Lakers have not been playing like what the Lakers are supposed to play like, but like do and that's back to back to back. Three games mm-hmm. are right there, and that is extremely t- on a back to back and what, like top five teams? The Lakers have felt to succeed. Yeah. So top six, team, six teams are on in both conferences, right? So that's that's yeah. extremely, extremely tough. And to be honest with you, ever since they lost uh, Victor Oladipo, they've been looking for a playmaker. They've been looking for somebody to initiate that offense, to to be able to score at any time. And they had that in T.J. Warren in in the bubble. And now T.J. Warren goes out. And now uh, uh, Brogni goes out and Turner goes out. So it's just everybody keeps getting hurt. And I think to me, like what it is, and I'll just be honest, I I, I don't have the Pacers, like I have the Pacers in 10th seed. <laughs> like I'll just say my th- I have the 10th mm-hmm. seed because it, it, everything that I'm listing, right? And I, I just, I, I'm just, just sharing with you guys. Cause I was just like, wow, my yeah. like, junior going to lose it when I say my eighth seed. But <laughs> to talk about my eighth seed, yeah, I have the, I have the Hornets and Jay Hill, man, you hit everything, man. You hit everything like, out of the games they have that they have coming up and on the fact that they they just got they just got lamello back man and yeah. like they they're a fast team and he's the guy that makes them a fast team so you take him out like that cripples your offense re- so much and i think that as a matter of fact if they wouldn't have missed LaMelo for as much time as they didn't they might have got a little higher that they, they, they mm-hmm. maybe could have got a little higher because their offense just got so crippled when the guy who pushes the ball up court isn't there anymore so right. that so that's that's why i got an AfC, man and i just but i just think that so now they missed all this time and they get them back and jay hill you alluded to this man but that Lamelo and miles Bridges connection is nice man mm-hmm. them Pick and rows are looking nice every single time you know. so that's 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 what i got an eighth you guys ready to move on to the ninth seed
2: yeah yes,
1: sir. all right let's do this jay hill you want to
2: you want to kick this one off for us Yes, sir. I got the, the hot, I got the hottest team in basketball right now, in my opinion, uh, the Washington Wizards, and I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you guys why. They got, in my opinion, Splash Bros out. They got the best backcourt in the league right now. Russ, Russ, and Brad. I mean, those guys are playing at uh, MVP levels, honestly. Russ right now is proving all the doubters wrong. Uh, when he went to the Wizards, thought he was washed, thought he was this, and I think he was dealing with uh, injury early on in the season. But I think the Wizards have a favorable schedule coming up as well, which makes them uh, makes them one of the teams that's going to be hard to beat. I think they got the Bucks, but then they got the Raptors, they got the Pacers, and then they got the Cavs and Hornets to to end it off. So they could potentially move, see them move all the way up to the ninth. So it was a really really tough. Uh, called for me to put them at tenth, but that's where I have them. It was kind of Hornets Wizards, but I had to go with the the Hornets there. So so I I I just think they're they're playing great basketball and we're seeing what Russ can really do. Uh, as long as he lets Beal take the last shot, but well, that that's... <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't play hero ball. But yeah, that's that's why I got the Wizards. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: So for my honestly, like like I said when I was talking about my ace, like it was gonna be half a game short, but I do ultimately have the Hornets in ninth spot. Uh, I think, it, 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 I mean, if you look at Lamelo, if he can come back from injury and drag this team into the playoffs—not the play-in, but the playoffs—that would actually be insane, right? Because uh, I didn't count them into the playoffs when uh, when we started uh, when the season started. So I think they have a relatively easy schedule left. They should win probably four or five more games. And I do think they'll slip into the eighth, ninth seed. I do have them, you know, following the ninth. Like I said, I think it'll be close. I think the Patriots will be able to just eke out a little bit more despite their injury troubles because they just have talent. You know, I mean, if they could get Brogdon back and Sabonis can just play, you know, at his all-star level, that's going to help him a lot. But we'll have to see. I, I do think it's going to be a close race, but ultimately I do have the Hornets here in ninth. So that's why I got. What about you, John?
1: You know what? Jay Hill, man. Did did I accidentally share my Google Doc with you? <laughs> did I accidentally share my
2: Google Doc with you, Jay Hill? No, sir, man. We on that same wavelength, man. <laughs> we on that same we wavelength, man.
1: It. I yes, had to sir. put the Wizards in the ninth seed, dog. Cur- currently, you know, right now, they are the, they are in the 10th seed, but they're on this two-game winning streak. And let's remember at the beginning of the episode, we talked about playoff momentum. They got it, man. Jay Hill, I agree. They're the hottest team in the league right now. Right. See, them or the Knicks. They're going right, and especially Westbrook, y'all. Let me let me read you the stat. <laughs> so he played 17 games in the month of April. He got 17 double double doubles. So he got a double double every single game, and he got 14 triple doubles in one month. Like that is ridiculous, y'all. Like the man is just on fire. The man is just on a different level right now. And to 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 harp on that playoff that that, that playoff momentum point, if he gets him coming in on fire like that, him and Brad. That's enough to snag a, a any on, against any team against the, the Sixers against any team. Not not a whole playoff series, but to definitely stretch it to a six game series, maybe even possibly a seven game series. To be honest, and that right there, it, you know, that right there is not equivalent to. Well, that's definitely not equivalent to losing. Losing, you go home. But like you, when you have to play a seven game series, you're a lot more tired for the you know for for the the, the next upcoming series, and. Another another point as to why I really wanted to have the Wizards in the ninth seed is because of these, of like how you alluded to, Jay Hill, these uh, these upcoming games. And we know that Westbrook, he, he's a bigger guard, right? So he usually bullies those smaller guards, right? And like some of the games they have coming up are the Hawks twice, he's going to bully Trey. They, they got the Raptors, he's going to bully Fred, he's going to bully Kyle. They got the Cavs, he's going to bully Sexton, uh, Sexton or Garland. So like out of all those games, I think that they're able to snag it and that really what, what what brings them up to to, to that 19th and y'all both of y'all talked about it man let's not forget about the real deal bill man <laughs> the last yeah. 10 games 31 points per game 48 from the field and 37 from three like that's crazy y'all and career, he's having a career high points in field goal percentage uh free throw percentage and three point percentage man it's, i just gotta i just I, I, I gotta get up to the Wizards, man. And Westbrook just had that 14, 24, and 21 game against the Pacers. Come on, man. He's on fire. He's on fire, y'all.
0: So. Yeah, no, no, that's, that's definitely a good pick. Like, for me, the last three teams, 8, 9, 10, were just bundled in there. But ultimately, I mean, mine's revealed now. So, you know, if you want, I can just get it straight into those points.
1: All right, let's, let's get straight yeah. into this then. So,
0: basically, going into my 10th in my spot then – um, I do have the Wizards, and I know it's crazy because you guys got them in nine. I mean, it's only one, one spot ahead. You know, I think more, the more appalling thing was the Pacers for you guys. But, uh, but I do have them there. I think that, you know, they, they, were, in the, they were in 12 for a minute of the, because it's obviously a lot better for basketball than just to watch teams tank. Um, and, and, and I think, honestly, if there were more games left, they probably could have even grabbed that eighth seed. Uh, but I think with the amount of games left and their schedule, uh and the schedule their schedule and the schedule of the teams within reach, it's gonna be a little tough for them to get that high. That's why I think they're gonna stay up in tenth. Um, but honestly, like I think that's gonna be enough for them to get tenth because uh when we do our little a little like, you know, mini bracket here saying seven versus eight and all this stuff, I, I think they got enough to make some noise, you know, against whatever they play. So, you know, I'm gonna let you guys get to your tenth season, and then we'll do the little the little, the little brackets. All right, you guys want to talk about eleventh? We could do that too, but we could do the little brackets after.
2: Yeah, Hill, talk to me. Yeah, for my for my tenth spot, I think it's the obvious choice, the Pacers. Just with, with like I said, uh, with Turner and and
0: uh, T.J. Warren.
2: T.J. T.J. Warren T.J. out, but yeah. but the just also the, I think John you had mentioned earlier, they play three straight tough games against the yeah. Sixers, Bucks, and Lakers. I think that that ultimately will be their downfall. Um, and then they play the Hawks as well as the Wizards, two teams that I think are better than them and will beat them when, when it comes to the matchup. So I, I think just the injuries will be the downfall for the Pacers, unfortunately, this year. I think at a full a full uh, healthy, healthy team, they can compete for – they can go far in the East. I don't know about how far, but they, they definitely can be a competitive team in the East. So that's why I have them at my 10th uh, spot.
1: Man, I feel you. Me too, man. I got I got him right, right there at 10th spot. And I really do feel you guys on, on that point of, like, talking about, like, if just injuries weren't a thing. Because, like, y'all, like, let, like really, like, let's listen to this. Sabonis, Levert, Brogdon, Turner, uh, TJ Warren, Warren Doug yeah. McDermott. Like, they Duggy got – Dougie Buckets. Dougie <laughs> Buckets, man. They, like, they, they are a good team. They do not yeah. need to be in 10th seed, man. Like, yeah, to bro. me, fifth and up. Fifth and up with a team like yeah. that.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree 100. That's for sure. Yep. Yeah. That that's where I had him the beginning of the season, first spot, mm-hmm. and just waiting. And I was saying yeah. like they're gonna take a game off of anybody. I don't care who do they have, and yeah. and now that's not gonna be the case anymore. So we'll we'll have to see what happens. But so all right, let's, cool.
1: Let's see that, Jim, You want to you want to go ahead and lead this uh, little bracket for us?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, do, basically,
1: do we, we want to do like one consensus, or we want to do uh, like, e- uh individual one? Let's do a consensus.
0: Well, we should all do. We should all do our individuals so we can get to a consensus. All right, okay. right? let's do this. Let's right. do individual then. All right, so I got Heat and fourth, Nick's in fifth, Celtics and sixth. All right, seven versus eight. For me, that's Hawks versus Pacers, and that's a Hawks win. Boom. Then I got nine versus ten. For me, that's Wizards versus Hornets. That's a Wizards win for me. I think that the way they're playing, they'll be able to 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 overcome the Wizards. So basically, then we got Wizards versus Pacers, and I think the Wizards win that as well. So we ultimately have the Hawks grabbing the seventh seed and the wizards technically grabbing the eighth seed via the play in. So uh that's who I got. So let's hear your guys' just so we can get to a consensus here.
1: You got you you ready, Jay You want me to knock it out?
2: Yeah, you you got yours. You got yours.
1: Okay. So for seventh seventh seed versus eighth seed, for me that that'd be the Miami Heat at the seventh seed versus the eighth seeded Hornets, and I would have I would have the Miami Heat taking that. Taking yeah. that game only because you know when it will. As much as they do, they do have the you know those young guys. So do the Hornets have the young guys? Yeah, and the Hornets and at don't least have, the Miami Heat guys yeah. have experience. Exactly. Like yeah. the, the Hornets also are young, but the Heat are young, but also have some OGs on the team. So I've gotta, I got to I got to go with the, the the Heat on that one for the nine versus ten seed, which would be the ninth seeded Wizards versus the tenth seeded Pacers. Easy one, man. I got to go with the 9 seeded Wizards on that one. Meaning that um meaning that the seventh seed would would be the Heat, the eighth seed would and then the eighth seed would come down to to Hornets and Wizards. And ultimately again, I would have the Wizards on that one. Can't can't bet against Beal and uh Westbrook right now. Yeah.
2: Yeah. What about you, J. Hill? So, so for my seventh seed, I had the Hawks, obviously, and then I have the Hornets in the eighth spot. So for that, for the 7-8 seed, I have the Hornets actually taking that in the upset win.
0: Okay. Um,
2: and then for the 9-10 and 10 spot, I got the Wizards beating the Pacers in that. So the obviously the Hornets would automatically advance. Mm-hmm. And then I have the Wizards beating the Hawks.
0: Uh, okay. In that would be yeah. interesting.
2: I have the Wizards okay. beating the Hawks. Okay. Okay. To come so, we yeah, all got I'm the right.
0: same eighth seed then, the Wizards.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: So it's, but we all have different seven seeds. So yeah. I, I I got the Hogs. John's got the, John's got the Heat, and Justin's got the he's got the Hornets. So, so I, don't think we hard do hard to, I don't think it's gonna <laughs> be hard to go with consensus. Usually we'll, we'll have one. It's put on the matter whoever has it the most. But honestly, I mean, consensus is gonna be just. The NBA fan is gonna to get to watch all these games. <laughs> that doesn't even, even make any sense.
1: <laughs> okay, wait, Jinder, wait, who who you who you have the Hawks in your seventh seed?
0: I had the Hawks in my seventh seed, yeah. And
1: Jay j Jay, Jay Hill, Jay Jay Hill too? too.
0: Yeah. But I got the heat in my fourth seed. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So the heat are better yeah. than the Hawks in my opinion. Yeah. So I mean if we're really I, I guess I guess technically we'd say the Hawks because consensus. We yeah. we we both we both have the we both have the heat not even having to worry about a playing game, right. you know what I mean?
1: Right.
2: So, okay, so, so okay,
1: you okay, you I'm 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 outnumbered. I'm Max Kellerman on this one. So, <laughs> so yes. All right,
2: so we, let, we can go with the Hawks for 7. Mm-hmm. So is it I mean, 7-7? gets Yeah, i have mean, the Hornets winning though. Oh, yeah, or the Hornets you saying, winning.
0: Okay. Yeah. But just <laughs> the
2: ultimately this and this is just in a one in a, in a single-game series, obviously, I have that's why I have the Hornets taking that, just from the grit, and I think they can get them in one game. If it was a seven-game series, I would take the Hawks.
0: But tell me, all right, so we're gonna do a little, little impromptu debate here real quick. So let's see. Hawks versus Hornets. So I respect Mr. LaMelo Ball. I don't even know if Gordon Hayward's going to be playing, right, because he's in and out of injury. Now nah, he's out now? Yeah, he's out. All right, so you just got Mr. LaMelo Ball. Got Miles Bridges, no experience, and that is with do the Hawks. But Trey Young is nicer than Lamelo Ball. I, I, would, I would say so. I got Trey Young, and then, and it then depends, they also it, got.
1: It depends. How, wait, are you talking about scoring? Yeah, but
0: I need, I'm but new points, playmaking.
1: I'd take Lamelo. But, yeah, but, yeah. but you got, but you got to put, you got to put your better, your best players in the position to score, and he can do that yeah. better than Trey.
0: But, but damn, if they only had Rondo still. But um, if, but then you got to look at that they got John Collins they got Gallinari who can shoot they got Bogdanovich who can shoot like they they get, I think the Hawks got a solid team like, tell tell me why you think the Hornets will beat them
2: Jay Hill I just think they're ultimately I think just in a what like I said in a one game series they have more just more grit I think they're a better coach team like I obviously respect Nate Millen, McMillan as a coach but I think Borrego just has a lot of experience being in that sports organization and he can game plan and devise a plan where he has just a lot of pick and roll action for, for LaMelo and Miles Bridges, PJ Washington on the pick and pop. uh, And they can devise a plan to beat to definitely defensively as well on the offensive end, not only, but then on the defensive end to make life for Trey difficult throw a couple doubles at him make him be a playmaker rather than a scorer and i think that can ultimately be, make them collapse in a in a one game one off but i yeah. agree that they, i agree that roster wise the hawks are are a little more uh well equipped i think they are a lot more they i have, think they got they a,
0: colin with, with Nye, hayward they out, i think maybe
2: it. i think with hayward out yes
0: you know, so, you, you so, know J- go ahead. Jay
1: Hill, you, you almost convinced me. Because I was, you know, as you we were talking, I was like, damn, you're right. Like, you know, like you could really attack – Trey because Trey Young is a defensive liability. You attack him. You throw you, – you, especially Terry Rozier clapping the way he is right now, he just go at Trey Young all game. He might, he might yeah. go for two, three, four, yeah. 30 balls, right? But I, I, I'm thinking, right, I'm like, man, Jay Hill, oh, he got a point. But then again, I'm thinking – who is gonna? Who's got an answer for Clink? Who's got to an answer for John Collins? Who's got to an answer for Danilo Gallinari? And that's that right there is where yes. I had because I could uh, uh, Trey Young and Lamelo. You you could. Kind of, I guess, even that out, right? That kind of cancels out. Of course, Traum is a better scorer, but Lamelo is a better playmaker. But I just think that they don't got no answer for those two big men in Capella Klape- and John Collins. That's th- right. that's my point where I I can't go with the Hawks. But you, you know, got Bogdanovich
0: coming off the bench. You got DeAndre Hunter. I mean, I know he's out right now, but he should be back like next week. Got DeAndre Hunter coming off the bench. Like that's that's yeah, that's a sixteen did. points a game player right there. Like. Mm-hmm. I think they got some weapons over Before there the Atlanta. injury.
2: Before the injury. Yeah,
0: yeah. that's true. But he <laughs> okay. should, I mean, I guess we'll have to see how he comes back.
2: Because Bo Donovich has stepped into that role. And he's yeah. really taken over a lot of schools.
0: He's been he's solid, too. He's come into
2: himself in uh, the Hawks, yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, consensus Hawks? <laughs> yeah,
2: go, consensus. We'll go with the Hawks. <laughs> yeah. So, so we'll consensus Hawks. Hawks. <laughs> All right, consensus <laughs> Give Hawks. That. Give you that. Yeah. <laughs> So we got uh,
0: all right. So so that's what we got then. Hawks and Wizards.
1: Hawks and Wizards, man. That's exactly what it is. So there you have it, there, everybody. That was our Eastern Conference fringe playoff teams slash playing tournament teams. Whatever you know, how w- w- whatever you feeling, man. But uh, Junior, thank you very much, man, for coming on. It was super fun.
0: Appreciate you having me on. Fun as always. Looking forward to the next one.
2: Jay Hill, three times, three times, man. Thank you. Hey, appreciate y'all having me on again, yo.
1: It's always a good time. Hey, you best believe we're gonna make it four, and then five, and then six, and then seven, <laughs> and we gonna keep
0: right. going. <laughs> hey, it's it's a when you got to Miami.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not, time, not two,
0: not three. <laughs> <laughs> but but we're gonna right. have you on more. We're gonna have you on more than more than three times, more than two times. So you're good.
2: <laughs> Bless you, yo. <laughs>
1: But there you have it, there, everybody. That was our episode for today. I Hope everybody enjoyed it. As always, wherever you're listening, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, leave us, leave us a like, leave us a comment, subscribe, and you know, join, come, 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 join the family, man. We're growing, we're growing fast, and as I always been saying, after every single episode, man, the playoffs is literally a week away. It's like right around the corner, and that means that basketball ramps up, and that means that we mm-hmm. ramp up with our debates. We ramp, we ramp up. You know, as a matter of fact, we might just bring Jay Hill for every guest. <laughs> Jay Hill might just be every guest I'm, <laughs> for the playoffs. I'm about it. <laughs> definitely, yeah. definitely, man. But as always, y'all, go follow Instagram, Twitter. Come debate with us, man. And stay tuned for more, y'all. That's it, y'all. We out of here, y'all. Clutch Talk out.
0: Peace.